day. National Hat Day. Uh, we can Google it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Good morning, everybody. Happy Labor Day. Yes. Got that one right this time. Yes. <laughs> We've got our thinking caps on. Direct from Ireland. Authentic. Authentic. They really are. Everybody wears these hats in Ireland. Guys, this is episode 250. It's going to be a good one. I've got Scott with me today. Welcome. Good morning. I know you're excited to be here. I am, yeah. On a holiday. I get Made to go, you come into work. Get to go to the grocery store after this. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if I'll leave my house after this. Well, you should. What should I do? I don't know. Mm. Enjoy the weather. It's hot. Yeah. Hi there. My name is Danny Phillips. I'm Ian Coyer. I'm Scott LeBlanc. And this is TTG Radio. The three of us are business partners at a sports performance gym in Northwest Louisiana. And together, we are bridging the gap between the worlds of nutrition, personal training, and physical therapy. Now, if you know us, you might call us a perfect storm. We bring a whole lot of energy to the table that's mixed in with a dash of nerdiness. Rib position of the bottom ribs and the bucket handle ribs, which I wish I could grab a little skeleton guy and bring over here. A pinch of science. I thought the cartilage like pulled away. Wow. And a big old spoonful of straight up goofy. I wouldn't say a lifesaver. Not a lifesaver. Right. I was a... your first lifesaver. That's fair. The bottom line is this. We're here to share where science meets practical application a.k.a. reality. Life is hard, but there is a way to live it pain-free and enjoy your health while also having a gourmet cup of coffee or a glass of wine. We're sharing what we've learned along the way with our own trial and error and how we're making progress with ourselves and clients in real time. Are you ready for this ride? Let's go! Welcome to... Welcome... Welcome... To TTG Radio. I might work out inside. Of course you will. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Did you see my post? I did. With the dogs? Yeah. With the dogs working out? No, they're just taking over my workout space. Yeah. But it's kind of nice. I found those little marble foam tiles at Hobby Lobby for $6 a pack. So you have a fancy workout floor now? I have a cheap, fancy workout floor. Very nice. <laughs> oh, it's good. How's your weekend? It's good. Busy. Spend time with the kids. So that's been fun. How's the zoo? The zoo was great. Yeah. The zoo was a really good time. Kids enjoyed the zoo. They got to feed giraffes. I love that. And some birds. That's so cool. I may have accidentally stepped on a bird. <gasps> was it okay? It was okay. It scurried away. Oh, but no. I was a little... A you could little, get fined for that. I didn't mean to. I was just trying to walk out. I <laughs> felt a little crunch under my foot. Oh, no. Yeah. Was it like a bird that was supposed to be in the zoo or just? Yeah, like... yeah, no, it was like in the little aviary, like it was enclosed. You got like a popsicle stick with some seeds on it and you could feed them and we were done. So huh. Pierce and I were starting to walk away to get out of there and I just turned and. Oh, yeah. poor little guy. No, it was fine though. I made sure he ran away and then I got out of there very quickly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're all good. So he, he got away okay. Yep. It was a good sign. Good sign. All right. What do we want to talk about today? Um... Man. I know I gave you a couple of topics yesterday, yeah. but I don't know if we wanted to talk about those or not. We can. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Maybe fall. we'll talk about both. Yeah. Fall. I can't believe we're in September. I feel yeah. like I say that every single month. I know. And like. There's a lot happening. Like almost five days into September now. I know. It means Pretty it's wild. almost like a full week, which means we're a fourth of the way through the month. Yeah. <laughs> which means it's like basically the holidays. Right. Yeah. 
Right. Oh God. Yeah. It'll be a busy week. <laughs> it is going to be a busy week. And I saw you looking at the schedule earlier. I was. Yeah. I was filling in my PT people. I have a 13 hour On day my, tomorrow. My other schedule. I'm really not happy about that. Since I have two schedules. <laughs> you have two schedules. Oh, that's okay. That's a holiday week. Yeah, we got today off. We did. Kind of. We're here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so fall. I haven't really done much with off-campus this year, but I did want to share with our people what, not necessarily what off-campus is. If you're not familiar with off-campus, that's where we have high school students come in for either their first or their seventh hour. But I wanted to talk about what fall training maybe should look like for a typical high school athlete. I know it's season dependent, but if you've got a group, which we do, of some kids who have trained before and some kids who are brand new, what is most important with a group of students to ensure that they're learning the right form, the right um, tempo, the right understanding of mechanics for their training, but also progressing them, but also keeping their sport in mind, whether they're in season or off season. What are your thoughts on that? And uh, how are y'all approaching it this year? Yeah, so off campus this year has been pretty awesome since we've kind of given Tristan the the reins to take over. Um, he's basically created like a curriculum almost. I and love so, that. Yeah, it's so good. It's <laughs> so it's structure so, makes yeah, me it's so, so happy. <laughs> it's so structured now. Um, and the first two days, we really just spent talking to the off campus crew, like. Hey, this is what we expect. It's going to be totally different than the past years. You have a percentage of, you know, different things that's going to make up your your final grade in in this course. Um, and Tristan has done an amazing job of setting high expectations and just kind of setting a standard of you're not here just to get an easy A, but we're going to make sure that you you learn how to do things and you learn how to do things correctly. So, I mean, he's starting with the basics like pelvic tilt, you know, like posterior pelvic tilt, easy things like that. And, and each week they're building on the foundation that's been laid the, from the previous week. So it's, it's really structured and it's, it's been really cool to see. Um, I mean, of course there's some days where, you know, we bought some spike ball equipment. But and- when Danny was out of town, <laughs> she came home and there was, there were new games, there were new toys in the gym. <laughs> To be fair, it's kind of fun watching you'll play that. I, I haven't even played it. I've never even played it. Um, so I'm looking forward to that day. But yeah. yeah, so the off campus has been, it's been a little changed. It's, um, but I think it's a good change. So I think it's very, a very welcome structured change. And, you know. Not just from the staff, but like it's been a positive change from the kids who have been here before too. Right. Yeah. Good. I mean, there's the numbers. I don't. I mean, we still have 20-something, 20, 20. I think so. 22-ish, 25-ish. I don't want to say I'm surprised, but, like, you just never know. Yeah, so. yeah. So, I mean, it's a it's a big group, but they've responded well to the critiques and um, the new plan of, of actually, like, hey, let's know what we're doing each week and let's have some key points. Like, I've, I've already take, taken notes on, like, specific questions that we might ask on their midterm and on their final and stuff like that. So it's kind of, it's kind I of fun. love that. Yeah. He's going to yeah. give them a midterm and oh, yeah. a final. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. So that makes me good. happy. <laughs> At least they're learning something while they're working out, you know? Um, so yeah, that's that. What sport are most of these off-campus kids um, in? So we have soccer and lacrosse for, for 
most of those guys. I think all of them really. Okay. So they're off season right now. Um, so really, this is the time to to kind of hit it hard and and really get after it during the off season. So um, you know, you want some periodization, and, and we'll probably get through a, a couple of 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 those. You know, with the timeline that we have, since we have them all the way through the end of this year, really. Um, but so we're all you know we're building up um, endurance and strength and getting more complex with some of the lifts. Um, as they kind of figure out the right movement patterns and things like that throughout the the time that they're here. So, um, and we're even throwing in some conditioning. Like I know we did, I think we did like a beep test the other day. The um, worst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no so, one likes a beep test. But I mean, this is the off season. This is when you, you prepare for all those, you know, this should be the most difficult training that you do prior to going into the season. And then you're just maintaining. So, um, but yeah, it's it's all written out week by week and progressing appropriately. So awesome! Yeah, love that. And then I know we've got a couple of cheerleaders that have continued on with on with us from their training this summer. And I know I have a female lacrosse player and just a female athlete. She's done powerlifting, but she's not doing any sports specific right now. So that's kind of a fun little group yeah. duo to work with. And then we have the Loyola. Um, soccer players, the ladies soccer team. And they, this is the first time we've had them in the fall compared to just having them in the summer. So that's kind of cool. Talk a little bit about that and how that has transitioned from summer to fall. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of same situation. Um, they're in the off season we're training. They, you know, the basis of this training is to prepare them for the season. Um, try to, you know, prevent or decrease the amount of injuries that are occurring by having strength. Um, good core strength, good hip strength, making sure that movement patterns are right, making sure that we're getting into some plyometrics so that they can, you know, accept different movements and not have to think about it when they're actually in season. So um, we actually, we, I know for a fact, we did kind of like a modified beep test with them the other day too to try to start getting some conditioning um, it's a little difficult with them because they're all, they're still playing club soccer on the weekends. I swear um, it never ends. It never, there's no seasons anymore. It's that, that's difficult. Um, cause you have, you have to figure out what's, how many games did you play this past weekend? Sometimes it's like two, sometimes it's like five. I mean, that's a lot of soccer. That is a lot. That's of a lot soccer. of running. Yeah. When like, I was I a know. gymnast, like it was, you had one meet. In yeah. a week, that was it. But Which you prepared one? for that. Like, yes. That's what you prepared for. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, and I know I've I've read somewhere before, like, you know, the most mobile, and I don't know soccer very well, but the most mobile, like, position on the team can run up to, like, an average of seven miles in a game, in a match. That sounds awful. So imagine doing that four or five times. It's not just straight. It's back and forth and diagonal and side to side. A lot of stop and go. Yeah. yeah, Imagine doing that like, you know, five times in a weekend. Oh my God. That's like 35 miles of of running. Yeah. A lot of movement. That's that's more than a marathon, right? Yes. Bravo soccer player. Right. (laughs) I don't want to do that. Oh man. No wonder they're, they've all, not all of them, but Shin splints and calf yeah, issues calves are tight. and Shin their splints. feet yeah. hurt and yeah. like, oh my goodness. And they're still growing. Right. So from a PT's perspective, 
how do you recommend these, I assume, parents who may be listening or even the athletes who are listening? How can you best combat that if you are running essentially 35 miles in a weekend because of your sport? What do you do to make sure you minimize risk of injury? I mean, I think you you have to. I'm I'm channeling my inner Ian right now. (laughs) Um, Ian, we miss you. Sorry, you're not here. Uh, Sleep. Right. You got to recover. So Mm -hmm. sleep is when your body recovers. I think that's really important with the heat that's going on in Louisiana right now. Average um, of 110. Yeah. Um, The, you know, hydration is, is huge. Um, And that starts, you know, a day or two before you're going into your matches. So I think that being sure that they're recovering properly, you know, I think if you're playing so much on weekends, practice during the week should be pretty like minimal. pretty light yeah like pretty light pretty minimal um more like skills and drills versus conditioning skills and or... drills you know yeah not, i mean you can you should be conditioned right now <laughs> this, yeah i guess know, if you're, you're in playing, season you should already be conditioned um, so yeah i mean i don't know i think it's i think it's a lot but it's the world that we live in right now, unfortunately. So, so let me ask you this. You have, you have two kiddos. Mm-hmm. Knowing that this is the type of athletic world that they may grow up in, like how are you going to prepare them for that? Like as a parent, what do you think about – are you going to have – potential boundaries on how many yeah. sports or games they're allowed to do on a weekend or like, I, yeah. have you thought about that? I do think about that. I think about it a lot and it's a struggle for me. Um, I grew up very competitive, Same. but the, the way that everything was structured as far as our sports went, it was very seasonal, you know? So like this time of the year, you're playing football. That's what I did. I played football. There was like a fall baseball, but it usually lasted like four weeks, five weeks. And so like, just when you're getting back into the swing of thing, it's like, it's kind of done, you know, but it was just to make hmm. sure you weren't necessarily losing your skills. Yeah. Um, huh. Then you go into the winter, I would play basketball in the winter and then fall, summer was baseball again. Um, so, you know, you had true seasons for every sport. Now you're seeing these things go on you know, all year round. Um, the problem that I have is I, I think that being competitive and being involved in competitive sports is, is a tremendous um, advantage or, you know, it's, I think it's good for kids to learn that aspect of life, to be on a team, to know how to work well with others, to take instruction and constructive criticism and to know how to, you know, if you get put in a tough situation, like you got to answer the call. Like that, that's what, that's what you want that. Like I want, I want my kids to get up there and have the confidence in themselves to think that they can win this game right now, or they can do what their team needs them to do. And I want them to be relied on. Like, I want that. I think it's so good. I think that it builds so much character and so much strength in ways that, I think that people that aren't involved in sports just don't, they don't understand. Um, You don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. But I think that it's made me who I am today. Like no doubt about it, being involved in sports and having teammates and having good coaches and um, never being happy with, you know, being just average or okay. Like that's, yeah, 
I don't, that's not acceptable There's always something more. No, yeah. I agree. Yeah. There's I, complacency is not a thing. Right. Um, <laughs> but to answer your question, I, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, I mean, I, luckily I have some time to do that. Right. To think about it. But <laughs> you know, the problem is, is that if you want your kids to be in a competitive environment, like these tournament teams for baseball or, you know, club soccer, like, or AAU basketball or things like that. It's the only way to, to go to get good competition almost. And so um, I think that you really just have to kind of let your kids make some decisions and see what they like to do. Like, I mean, Anna's five and we, we all just decided she does not want to do dance anymore. Okay. Which is fine. She's gotten into tumbling now. Love that. <laughs> and soccer practice starts this week. So, okay. But I mean, from the, at, she's five years old and yeah. we already have like two activities going on mm-hmm. all at the same time. Could have been three, but luckily we dropped the dance. So, yeah. um, and then Pierce is only three, so he hasn't gotten into that, but he will. Yeah. So we'll be running around like crazy in like a couple of years. I feel like y'all already are. We already I don't are. know how you're going to find more time. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but I think that what we're doing right now as far as letting Anna, you know, experience all these different things sports wise and dance wise and gymnastics wise, like we're letting her try all this stuff out. Let's see what she likes. Let's see what she enjoys doing. And then we'll kind of go from there as she gets older, you know, yeah. so. Um, Sounds like a good way to go. Yeah. I mean, my, my parents never forced me to really do anything. I, I liked being out there on the field or court or whatever it was. Um, there was even a few times where my school had a baseball team and I was just like, I was, I was tired and I would go to tryouts. I'd make the team. And then I'd be like, I'm not, I'm not doing it this year. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I need to take like, yeah, like I need to take a break. Yeah. And so I, I would. And, um, I don't think my dad was super happy about that, but oh well. Probably be worse to like force you to do this sport and be miserable the entire well, and that's, time. That's the thing. Like if I don't want to do something, it's very hard for me to like. Yeah. 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 Especially when it takes that much time. So I don't know. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing. That's my, yeah, that's my life advice there. <laughs> life advice. Life advice from Scott. Yeah. We should have a monthly segment, life advice <laughs> from, from the, Scott. From the book of Scott. There it is. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, something else we briefly wanted to talk about was, and I feel like this is just a topic that's always on my mind because we really focus on functional strength training is what is the point and purpose of functional strength training what does it really mean and how can we relate it to our lives i feel like we get a lot of and it's not just women but a lot of women who come in here who are very afraid to lift weights and it's been men too so it's it's all parties but they're afraid to lift weights they're afraid of looking a certain way yet they do want to look a certain way and so i just frequently think of ways that i can help them relate to their normal daily life routines and how weightlifting strength training can make their daily lives easier less painful more exciting and more fun what comes to mind for you when you think of ways that you want to help people recognize that the weight training isn't something to fear but it's something that's going to help them in their lives yeah um I mean, I think it's a big misconception that you're just going to get huge and bulky if you lift weights. I mean, 
throughout your day-to-day activities, you're lifting some kind of weight. I mean, there, there's no doubt, you know, pouring a glass of water or milk or, you know, lifting pots and pans or putting things in and out of your car or trunk or doing laundry. I mean, everything yeah. consists of this functional type of activity and functional movements. And that's what we try to, to do. Um, and I think we kind of go above and beyond because we try to do things that are going to help out in those situations that, or movement that you're not necessarily performing a ton of, but you need to be better with, you know, so we incorporate, incorporate a lot of rotational movements and, um, core movements and things like that, that, um, just kind of help out in, in other aspects as far as your day-to-day movements. And I think that the normal person doesn't think about their movement patterns throughout the day. Right. right. We, we think about it. And all so Everything. all day long and, um, and by thinking about those movements and what happens on a, a daily basis, we try to incorporate those into our programming so that people don't have to, focus on that. So I think, you know, um, to answer your question, there's been tons of research done that says that weight training with resistance is super, super important, no matter what sex you are, no matter what build you are, anything like that. Um, I mean, it helps, it helps in so many ways besides just strengthening. It helps to burn fat. It helps to, you know, increase hormones and things. I mean, there's just so many good attributes of actually strength training and functional training that I don't know why you wouldn't do it. I mean, it helps my mental health. I was telling somebody yesterday, I was like, if I'm happy, I work out. If I'm sad, I work out. If I'm angry, I work out. If I'm irritable, I work out. Like it doesn't matter what mood I am. I will exponentially feel better after I move my body Mm -hmm. and lift some weights and get a little sweat on. Like it it doesn't matter the mood. So yeah. And and I was told that I was probably one of the only crazy people on the planet who likes to work out on vacation, but it made my vacation more improved. I felt better and ready to enjoy the rest of the yeah, day. Yeah. Um, and I want to translate that into everybody listening. Um, but like you said, everything you do at home, every time you hinge, which you may not know what that is, but every time you bend over at the hips to pick up that laundry basket, squeeze your bum, <laughs> you know, yeah. that Calphalon pan probably weighs 10 to 15 pounds. It's heavy. So don't be afraid to lift that dumbbell that's 15 pounds. Um, when you reach up in an overhead cabinet to grab something, that's a movement pattern that you probably need more work on. So if we're doing something here that maybe doesn't involve a weight, but it's you know an upward rotational reach, working on your scaps, like that's something that's gonna help. Yeah. Um, yesterday I went and picked up dog food. There you go. Those bags are Those 45 bags are pounds each. So if you've got a couple dogs and you're picking up dog food, don't hurt your back by trying to like lift it wrong, but like being okay with learning how to lift something heavy correctly. You're not getting bulky by picking up dog food, you know, or picking up your dog. If you have a 45 pound dog, like who knows? Yeah. Um, or your kids. I mean, shoot, how much do your kids weigh? Right? Like yeah. you're still picking them both up, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> for every mom or dad that's carrying a kid on their hip, you know? Yeah. I mean, I had to push them around in a double stroller at the zoo for a little bit this weekend. I mean, I definitely tell me like, that wasn't a workout. Oh, it was, I mean, <laughs> the Tyler zoo is not like flat ground either. It's, yeah. it's pretty. There's some heels involved there. And yesterday I was like, Ooh, I got like, my legs were a little sore. My back was a little sore. I was like, okay, yeah. you know, got some work in, but yeah. um, I think that if you look at, as we age, the, the limitations in movement are all 
very similar in in everyone. Like you have decreased ability to reach overhead. You have decreased ability to rotate in the trunk. You have decreased ability to bend at the weight. Like they all, if you look at people that are aging or an elderly population, like all of these movements are lacking for the most part. I think it's, so it's, it's obvious that those things need to be continued to work on. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of a no brainer. Yeah, I agree. So if you're listening and you're hearing this, or you know somebody that's potentially afraid or has mentioned a fear of lifting because of getting bulky, then please do us a favor, do them a favor send them the link to this episode and let them have a quick listen. And maybe if it's coming from somebody who's not you, I mean, I know my family members don't like to listen to me about health and fitness <laughs> and nutrition necessarily. Yeah. Um, so if maybe if it comes from someone who is not, you know, directly with them a lot, it will make a small bit of difference. So share this episode with a friend if you feel like it can help somebody. If you enjoy any of our episodes, we absolutely appreciate it when you share it with someone who might get some benefit out of it. Um, I think that's going to wrap us up for today, yep. but a couple quick announcements. If you are not familiar, we are working on putting together a digital or online nutrition course. So if you're excited about that, if you're interested in it, if you want to learn about nutrition and how it can be applied to um, your workouts, your daily life, helping you change your physique, things like that, then I want you to sign up for our weekly email list at www.ttgnwla.com. There's a little pop-up that will say, join our email list here. We send out a weekly email that's going to give updates on when that beta launch for the course is going to go live. Um, ideally in the next four to five weeks is what we're aiming for. Um, and then it'll be officially launched in January. So keep tuned there. If you want a weekly text for when this podcast goes out, I want you to text the word podcast, no exclamation point, no period, no emoji, nothing else, just the word podcast to the number 833 432-2161, and you'll start receiving a weekly link to our latest podcast episode. If you are listening right now and you'd rather watch our ridiculous antics, then head over to our YouTube channel. I'll put the links below, but it should be youtube.com forward slash at the training ground NWLA. I think that's it. Do I have any more announcements to make? I don't know. No. I don't know. I think that's it for now. <laughs> Please go enjoy the rest of your week. Y'all be listening to this, I guess, the day after Labor Day. Our episodes go live Tuesday mornings, 6 a.m., so make sure you're subscribed. And we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Good work.